The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, where, you know, we're chatting about things in the real estate world with uh, Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. We were doing that, and then, you know, it was time to go. Time to get me on the radio. It was and, time to get you on the radio. Yeah, and Brock Emmons is here. You all right, Brock? I'm doing okay. All How right. are you doing? It's a hot day today, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Been We're, outside lately? It's going <laughs> to, the the thunderstorms are going to knock things out. If your headphones are not working, don't worry about it. I'll just speak up. You can take the headphones off and I'll I'll make sure that it's it, it's working um, after the break or during the break. Um, Tanya Wicker Hunt got a question about uh, this whole concept of, of how long properties sit for sale sometimes it's an hour sometimes it's two hours sometimes it's i don't know how long what do you think well we're still seeing things move pretty quickly yeah but since the beginning of june which i mentioned last month right um you're seeing days on market tick up a bit interest rates have risen they did drop just a slight bit this past week right um for a hot moment and but we are still seeing multiple offers yes. above list price i know i had a buyer yesterday just put in an offer on a home it's all about location it's all about how it's priced it's right. all about the home inside the belt line right um well over list price high due diligence closing in three weeks and they didn't get it so wow these multiple offers are still going on we have seen some price adjustments since june and that was the first time we had seen price adjustments since 2020. that's a wonderful euphemism for somebody is actually dropping their price yes we're seeing that a little bit and i think it's because before june yes sellers would look at what had just closed and take it you know right a percentage above that even if the home wasn't as nice and buyers were buying it and it was still going well over list price but now with the interest rates going up a little bit we have more inventory yes on the in the market right and they changed our coming soon situation where before you could put your home in we could put the listings in coming soon up to 30 days before i generally would do around two weeks before and the days on market would not accrue and the buyers we could start to make appointments for the day it went active and typically it didn't make it to the active status well they switched that mid-may may 17th so now a lot of agents i'm doing this as well we're only doing that coming soon a couple of days before we before showing start yes which is helping 
do away with those sight unseen offers. We're not seeing as many of those. Don't you agree, Julie? Yes. Yeah. See, one of the things is you can take a three by five card, take the three by five card right coming soon and put that three by five card in a back window on your house. And you will be getting offers, or at least that's the way it felt. <laughs> Drive-by you know, offers. You could get drive-by right. offers. You take the three-by-five card, hide it underneath a deck of cards in the front room of your house. Doesn't matter. People are going to hear about it, and they're going to offer you money. Now, is it cooling down just a little bit? I think we're still very strong. I think it's normalizing a right. bit. Right. Um, still a great time to buy. Still right. a great time to sell. You know, those that are worried about the interest rates, remember, you right. marry the house, right. you date the interest rate uh, because you can always okay. renew. I know I was talking to a lender yesterday, one of my favorite lenders, yeah. and he said it's predicted that rates are going to drop first quarter of next year, first or second quarter. Right. So maybe you're going to have to pay a little more for a few months. Right. But if you love the house, our pricing here in the Triangle area is going to continue to rise. Okay. So right. if you love the house, don't let the interest rate scare you. You will have to pay a little more per month, and right. then you can refinance in six to nine months. I got Rick Martinez on the line from Arizona. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing fine. Good. Um, What's going on? Interestingly enough, the um, real estate market here is uh, very I'm similar to yeah, uh, what you just heard. Um, um the uh, time on market is uh, increasing a little bit. Uh, you know, the prices are still holding uh, quite firm, but they're not crazy uh, like they uh, used to. And uh, and real estate agents are being uh, a little bit more savvy with their clients as, uh, as opposed to just, you know, throw throw everything you can at and, and hope it sticks. So very similar to happening to, to Phoenix. So and, and in case people out there want to yeah. something in Phoenix. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. You got a question for Julie or Tanya or or uh, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors? Uh, this is for Rhonda. Okay. Yeah. Rhonda, um, this, uh, I have a flooring question. Okay. Um, I have a uh, an outdoor patio that is uh, screened in, um, and it has carpet on it, and I'm going to take the carpet out. But I don't know what to put uh, in in its place. What I sh what should I be looking for? And then, of course, the thing that is uh, very significant out here is the heat, which today it's going to be 111. It's going to be 114 on uh, Monday. So that's the other variable that you may want to look at. What's underneath the carpet? Like, uh, is it concrete? Wood concrete. is concrete. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. My suggestion would be like tile. Tile is probably going to be the most expensive route to go, but laying tile down is going to be, you know, and it needs to be an outdoor rated tile, which is usually like your porcelains. That's going to stand the test of time. It's going to stand the heat. Um, some people, you know, might go back down with the carpet again. I would be leery of that um, just yeah. because of mold, mildew, you know, that type of thing, I, you know, I would freak out at that myself, <laughs> so, so I don't like doing that kind of thing, but uh, tile, and you said it was a three-season room? That's the part I didn't hear. I'm sorry, what? Is it a three-season three -season room? room? 
or is it just covered out, completely outdoor and covered? Oh, it's no, it's it, it's a uh, you know it's got ha- it's got a half wall and huh. then wood frame uh, screens up up to the roof. Okay, so it's a screened in type of porch. Yeah, um, I would suggest tile. I think tile would definitely be the way to go. Even even I would be a um, a little leery of any of the you know the vinyl flooring or anything like that just because of mold and mildew. But I think tile would be the way to go if it's in your budget. Okay. Well, thank you very much, uh-huh. and uh, good to talk to everybody again. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Take Bye. care, Rick. Thank you very much. Rick used to be uh, afternoon host with uh, Donna uh, on WPTF, mm-hmm. Rick and Donna Martinez. Um, and they moved to the Phoenix area, and I'm glad that they're still calling I know, for that's advice. awesome. All right. In studio, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Say hey. Hello. All right. Tanya Wicker Hunt. Tanya, say hey. Hello. Hello. And uh, Julie Wicker Crisco. I'm double checking the microphones. Say hello. Hello. See, there you go. And Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Helping Rhonda Interiors. You don't have to say hey. I just spoke. Because you just spoke. <laughs> it's funny because this is, this is again, sort of a, uh, a family day. It uh, it happens every now and then. It happens every and now and then. We, should, we need to explain again how you you guys are kin okay so tanya and i are first cousins tanya and you are first, first cousins. cousins my mom and her mom were sisters yeah yes okay. right. and then your kin to julie kind of down the line a little bit right you yes too. yes i think it's like fifth cousin like fifth cousins so julie mm-hmm. and tanya are like fifth cousins all right, mm-hmm. and and Brock and I are uh, we're not related at all. Fourteenth <laughs> cousins, fourteenth cousins, twice removed. Brock, how's the uh, how's the uh, radiant barrier business? It's it, hot. It's, it's gotta be. Great. It's scalding right now. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 blowing up. Unfortunately, we're we're booked out about a month and a half right now oh, when gosh. it comes to installs. We're, yeah. you know, people wait until they're you know it's 95 96 97 degrees outside they're like oh yeah i wanted to get insulation this year (laughs) it's it's pretty common so we're 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 fielding a lot of calls right now people are concerned with the the top floor they can't cool down the top floor their utility bills are going through the roof right now their air conditioner is not able to keep up with the heat so you know it's that time of year once the rains come back we'll shift back over to mold remediation but right now it's all insulation right Okay. All right. We'll talk with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Tanya Wicker Hunt, and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Coldwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston, and of course Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Run the Interiors. Uh, more on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. Might take me a while to get through this. Okay, we'll wait. Brock Emmons, Triangle Radiant Barrier. Tanya Wicker Hunt. Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. And Rhonda Benvy Plummer have helped me run the interiors. It's just a mouthful, isn't it? No, nah, it's all right. Yeah. I, I, You know, I actually... We're we got a lot of talent in this room, we really do, and we know stuff, or at least they do. So, <laughs> so if you want to ask Connie and Julie a, a question about real estate or Rhonda Benvy Plummer, 
a question about interior design, please go ahead and do that. Uh, also, Brock Emmons, Triangle Radiant Barrier. Here's the telephone number, 919-860-9783. People sometimes are a little confused about what Rhonda does. Well, I, this is a good way to, to know what I do. If What's it has that? anything to do with the house, I do it or I know somebody who does. <laughs> now, you, That's the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, you can advise us in, for instance, colors. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, for instance, knocking on a wall. Yes. Really? Yes. So I do remodels. Yeah. Uh, furniture. I can come pick paint colors. I do window treatments of all kinds, whether you want drapes, blondes, shades, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Artwork, mirrors, lamps, lighting, plumbing fixtures, yeah. tile, cabinets. What's your favorite project? Like, doing, doing the house from the ground up. I, I was going to say, being able mm-hmm. to design it from the beginning to the end. Right. How many customers give you just the reins and say, go with mm-hmm. it? This is what I'm thinking, Ooh. but we're going to step back and, and see Not what you... Not too many. I was going to... Uh, okay. But when you get one, that's like the greatest day ever, yes, isn't I, it? Yes. I got yeah. one right now. It's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. They just gave you full control? Yeah. She's just like, I, I don't have time to deal with it. Just... just pick it out i want yeah. one option if i don't like something i'll tell you but just show me what you would do wow mm-hmm. i've got frank That's in fun. raleigh hey frank welcome to the show how you doing i'm well thank you good speak right up tell us what's going on okay i have uh, a master bedroom on the first floor yes and i have three walls exposed to the outside mm-hmm. one's on a porch and the other two are on the corner mm-hmm. yes I think I need some kind of insulation in those three walls, or at least the two walls on the corner, to kind of keep my heat loss down in the wintertime and my cooling loss down in the summertime. Okay. Is there anything that you can do in a sidewall like that? Well, there, there's lots that you can do in a sidewall. Um, the problem is access. So how old is the house? It's... Uh, 14 years old. 14 years old. Okay, so when your house was built, the builder either installed R15 or R19 in those exterior walls. Right. Unfortunately, once the drywall is up and once the brick or the siding is up on the outside, the only way to really insulate that area again is to pull the drywall down. Um, You can add to it. Now, there are companies, and we talked on the show before about something referred to as expansion foam, which is where you can cut small holes in the wall, stick a tube down in there, and, and expand it with foam. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that's typically done in houses where the insulation is so old that it has actually fallen down in the wall and is setting at the base of the wall. Yeah. If the insulation is only 10 or 15 years old, what you're going to do is cut a hole in the wall, stick a tube in there, and then just fill the cavity in that's already filled up with batted insulation. So it doesn't actually work very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, your better option is either pull the drywall down and re-insulate it with uh, higher-grade insulation um, or plant some bushes and trees on the outside of the house. Is that corner seeing a lot of direct sunlight? No. It's on the north side of the house. North side of the house. I am willing to bet you that more than likely the heat gain in that room is probably coming from the attic space i think if you were trying to make a larger impact in that room i would try to focus on increasing the insulation above that room 
uh, that might make a bigger impact than pulling the drywall down and doing the walls. Mm-hmm. Okay. One other question. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, I have a screened-in porch. If I were to glass that in and make it a an additional room, mm-hmm. that would help on one of the walls. Do you folks do that kind of work? So that would be converting it into like a three or a four seasons room uh, if you glassed yeah. it in, or, or would you be putting HVAC out there? No. Uh, so it's not going to make as much of an impact glassing it in. It's still going to be kind of warm in there unless you have something introducing cool air. Uh, so I don't know if the impact it would make is is what you're looking for, but unfortunately, no, sir. We don't we don't convert um, three seasons into four seasons rooms. That would typically be either a GC or a company that actually specializes in outdoor custom decks. Okay. It's an excellent question, though. Frank, let me offer you something, a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. They have two locations in Raleigh, on Spring Forest, and in the Village District. Cape Fear Seafood Company with the freshest possible ingredients. Sometimes, just recently, the fish is still moving. (laughs) that's how fresh everything is so fresh i sure hope they have a good sense of humor about that sort of thing they specialize in regional american seafood signature dishes hand-cut fish steaks chicken and incredible desserts uh they are at cape fear seafood company uh sorry capefearseafood.com and i'm putting you on hold so that you can give us your details, and we can send that gift certificate out to you. I do have a question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to our realtors in the yes. building, yes. what cities right now inside the Beltline are you seeing that the houses, the prices, the, the, that's the hot spot to buy, and where's the hot spot to sell? Are they the same? Garner, mm. Wake, Wake Forest, Cary, Apex... If you were to try to pick one that says, okay, the houses here are selling faster than anywhere else, where would, would say you Cary. say? Cary. I would say Cary. Still And Cary. then Raleigh, North Hills area, inside the Beltline. Yeah. Is that right? And Cary because of the schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they A do have good schools over there. I, I have heard that Wake Forest is really hot. And I, I'll, I'll tell you, I drive through Wake Forest. It's growing so and much. So yeah. much development, right? Right. Just off ninety-eight. Um, now, if you were investing, oh yeah. What about Clayton? What about Franklinton? Are you thinking that we're going to continue to to build the area outward? And if you were investing, what cities would you be looking at? I think I would look Ooh. at Garner. Yeah, I think Garner's a good one, and anywhere outside. You know the outer realms. The outer realm because it's just moving out. If you, yeah. if Youngsville is good, yeah, it, Youngsville. If you can still still see country, right? Right. But it took you less than thirty minutes from Raleigh to get there. I'll bet you that's hot. Yeah, you know a good area that people think it's further out than it is is Wendell, mm-hmm. right off of two sixty four. You can be right. downtown Raleigh in fifteen twenty minutes as easily as you can from some parts of Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. the pricing is really good right. there. Wendell, Nightdale, that yeah. area. I know I'm I, getting a lot of clients in that area. I am, in. I am out two sixty four, 
okay, not far from the stadium, the right, the Mudcats, Mudcat Stadium. I'm 32 minutes from where we are right now in North Raleigh. Mm -hmm. 32 minutes. That's a great commute. It's not bad. Right. It's it's better than living in Fuquay. And you don't have to deal with. well, you have to deal with capital a little bit when you get on, but no, it's easy. You know, it's pretty easy commute because you come down that two sixty four yeah. and then get on four forty. It's great. And and for folks who are you know live off in that direction, they know that they sometimes take five forty, and that five forty you've got to do this little loop around. Well, that means that five forty ends there. It's not forever going to end That's there. That's right. They're it's in the gonna, process. It's, yeah. they're in the process, they're going to continue it. So it's going to be easier to get to what used to be the hinterlands, mm-hmm. you know, the faraway folks. That's when Garner is going to boom. Right. When, yeah. I, when that I don't, 540 goes through Garner. I don't know if I'm happy or, or disappointed about yeah, that. I don't know. This yeah. is Making Your Home Great on WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. The wonderful thing about this show is that we're solving the problems of the universe. (laughs) Now, the the downside of that is we usually solve the problems of the universe. Off air? Off air, yeah, Uh, yeah. during the commercial breaks. We're limited on what we can talk about here on air. (laughs) Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Tanya Wicker Hunt, Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared, and Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston, and Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. We've got Michael from Wake Forest uh, joining us. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? Good, Dave. Good. What's going on? I don't have a question, but yeah. you know, it's so hard to find uh, quality people to do repair work and work around the home these days. Yes. I just wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, Brock there and his company Triangle Radiant Barrier. Yeah. I had um, two of his guys, Charlie and Dan, come out on Friday to install a pull down attic. Uh, like how much did you pay him, Brock? Uh, how much did I? Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I know, I know Michael. Uh, Michael here is actually a home inspector. He's a listener of the show, and he's a he's a home inspector. And awesome. he had an inaccessible uh, area above his garage, yeah. and I had one of my my carpenters go out there and cut a hole in and put in a attic ladder pull down. Well, Michael, I was actually going to call you first of this week and find out how that went. So it sounds like you're pretty happy. <laughs> It went it went excellent, Brock. They were very professional. Did great work. Cleaned up well after they were gone, and I was very satisfied. And again, Brock, being a home inspector, I get you know asked all the time, "Who can I get to do this, or who can I you know have come out and do it?" And uh, yeah. again, I know it's really hard to find quality people these days. And uh, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to your company and your guys. Well, I appreciate that. Let me ask you a question: Was it installed per code? Yes, oh. it was in <laughs> Okay. See? All right. So it was at least done per code. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. Done per code. So thanks to your guys, um, Brock. Absolutely. Thank you for the phone call, Michael. All right. Take yeah, have a good care. afternoon. You as well. Take care. That's that's funny. Was it done good. to code? Yeah, there's a way to not do it to code. Well, not with a the, the homeowner's a home inspector. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you know. you'd be. I just wanted it out there that if we're going to do something, it's going to be done right. <laughs> I would. I would assume so. All right, in studio we've got 
the Wicker Squared crew, uh, Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry, and Walston. I want to know about this thing. Uh, um, is it, You're putting down money, okay? I'm, I'm going to remember the term. It's called due diligence. Due diligence. <laughs> you said just a little while ago that due diligence is high. Correct. What are people putting down on houses now? And this is not a down payment. This is, you know, money up front that... It is well, a down payment. Okay. It, it's credited at closing. All right. If you terminate, you lose it. It's mm. non-refundable from the time of executed contract. Okay. And it's paid directly to the seller. Now, I told the story about my son-in-law putting down a whole $500 on a house once. And he walked away from the deal, and he lost his $500. We thought it was a terrible tragedy. (laughs) What's due diligence now? I mean, it can range from, I think, 20 is a low end. 20,000? But we're seeing it a little bit lower now. Yeah, we're seeing a shift in due diligence. Because, you know, the agents are who drove it up. So now it's going to take the agents to drive it down. So I've submitted two offers in the last couple of weeks. And due diligence was as low as 5,000. And we did not say that we wouldn't ask for repairs. We did not send an appraisal addendum. And we got accepted. So it's shifting. Mm-hmm. But it's all about location, too, because, you know, if you're right. in five points, that's not going to be the case. Right. right. I submitted one last night, and it was 55 over. $55,000 over. the price, 60000 due diligence, closing in three weeks, uh-huh. and we were not accepted. What? So I'm curious that's to happens. find out what, yeah. when it closes, what mm-hmm. the winning offer was i would assume you would be so confident when putting in an offer like that you know fifty thousand over sixty thousand you go home you're 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 yeah you know you're really excited and then you get a phone call oh you lost but that was inside the belt line right inside the belt line so it's a matter of location it's a matter of house right just depends that would be crushing yeah Are, are there people who are buying simply based upon the square footage they're just saying, well, you know, I, I got want to rants. No, I don't think so. I don't think no. so. No, I mean, she's like flexible. Yeah, and the floor plan can. You may have a smaller square footage, but the floor plan was done really well, yeah. and it feels bigger. You can have a floor plan that just was not a great floor plan. Right. Um, typically, that's an older home, and it feels a little bit smaller. So, you know. We ask our buyers when we're first talking to them, kind of, how many bedrooms would you like? How many bathrooms? Location, price, square footage. Sometimes people aren't sure on square footage. If they tell me, you know, X amount of square footage, 2003 bedroom, I may bring that down a little bit. Yeah. Just let's look at the house and decide how it feels and how it lives. What about two story and ranches? I mean, are still a lot of people out there that are saying like it has to be a ranch? It has to be a one-story, or a two-story doesn't matter. Or, or master down. Ma- master yeah. downstairs. Right. Or owner's suite. Politically correct now is uh, owner's, the owner's suite. suite. Got it, got it. Um, actually, and the owner's suite is actually kind of not politically primary suite. Primary is, suite, yeah. 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 But, um, I'm going to forget all this. Yes, and it depends. It really depends on the buyer, you know. 
Right. Like, you know, if they're getting older, then they're going to want a master down. Yep. Or at least a bedroom down yep. in general. Because if you break your leg, you don't want to have to climb up the stairs. So it's always good at any age to have a bedroom down. Right. But so typically it's age driven for the master to be we, um, my wife and i said yeah. that's it we're not we're not going upstairs anymore not that we can't but we found that we weren't yeah we weren't going upstairs we'd say all right so the 600 square foot upstairs or 600 square foot upstairs we want it downstairs we want that space downstairs mm-hmm so that's all we were looking for. And the reason you don't see that a lot here is because it costs more to build a house all on one level than going it, up. Right. That's yeah. right. It's the footprint. The, footprint. Uh, yeah. the footprint. So, you know, when you have smaller lots, all of that, you're going to go up versus out. You know, so that's why you don't see that as much here. Right. That's why a lot of the older homes are typically on bigger lots and you see a little bit more. Ranches tend to be older homes around right. here. Right. right. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. that era, you know, uh-huh. where, and that era of the 50s, yes. the 60s, 60s 70s, and is coming mm-hmm. back where they were ranches. And then yes. the the big thing was to have a two-story. And now mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of going back yeah. to smaller homes yes, with nicer finishes and features, open floor plans, right, and, you know, one levels. Like, I bought a 74 ranch house yeah. and redid it. You yeah. know, knocked the walls down and, you know, all that. So, because we wanted all one level to age in. Right. You know? If, so. you, if you drive 401 near Holly Springs Fuquay and just look to the left and the right, you just you just get this whole 1960s feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? with a little carport. A little carport yeah. and you're humming the Brady Bunch theme. Be, or, or something like that because because there's a lot of ranches and yes. I don't know that they're particularly attractive to some folks. You can make them attractive. You can. Yes. You just need Rhonda. Yes. <laughs> yes. A good architect. You know, you know, right. you know yeah. just a, you know, a, a little porch, a gable. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, can do so much to the look of those little straight flat ranches, you know, that you know, just adding texture, painting that not so attractive red, red brick, brick to green yeah. or gray. Yeah, how about yes. so right. white. You know, so there's just so much that you can do, you know, to update them that people can't see. All right. Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors got a specific question because my daughter is moving into an apartment. She's she says she's oh, she's got some things, Dad, that are mid century modern. Yes. <laughs> she says, that's my style, mid-century modern. And I said, don't worry about it, honey. I'm going to go out and find you some mid-century modern stuff. What does that mean? So mid-century modern would be something like you would have seen in like 50s, 60s. Yes. Um, very simple lines. Um, we might have, re- you know, we might refer to it right now that it might be just a little funky. Really? Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's got the straight lines. It's not ornate. Right. It's just very simple, very clean lines. Think um, think Brady Bunch. Yeah. You know, the uh, kind of stuff they had in. You know, very clean, simple, you know, those types of okay. lines. All right. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know what it was either. That's why you don't want me to to design the house. I, you know, that but, that's just not not my forte at all. But Rhonda, armed with that, you probably know a bunch of places I can get some furniture that matches that. Yeah, there's this place called Help Me Rhonda Interiors. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you, you have stuff just in there. I mean, you you ready to move? No, it? I don't. I do not have a furniture store any longer. I okay. have a design center, but I still have all of my vendors. Yeah. So I'm able, you know, you could come to me and go, I'm looking for a coffee table, and this is what I'm looking for, and I can find that for you. Very good. Mm-hmm. Now, I just bring up mid-century modern because that's a phrase that was stuck in my brain. Right. Clearly, I could have come to you and said. I'm really looking for farmhouse chic. Right. Shabby chic. Right. Yeah? Uh-huh. The same thing. And I would have pretty much known what you were talking about. Everybody kind of th- calls things differently, yeah. you know? So somebody might say, I want something kind of modern. Yeah. And their modern, my modern in design means, you know, straight lines, kind of cold, um, steel, mm-hmm. you know, you know, not a, not a lot going on with it. They just might have meant new. Right. Like it's new, right. <laughs> it's modern. You know? oh, okay. So, so sometimes I don't really go by what people mean. I'll say, "Show me a picture. Show me a picture of what you're liking. Let's let's look. I want to. I want you to go through Howls or Pinterest when they don't have a clue what they're wanting, and show me pictures of the styles that you're liking. And then I know by the pictures they're showing me what their style is. My wife, uh, she just she has hundreds of pages of photos on Pinterest of things yes. that she's liked off websites, and mm-hmm. that, that makes a lot of sense. That's how I would have to explain mm-hmm. to you what I'd want. I'd have to right. show you photos. I think this is cool. You know. Yeah, a designer's terminology and everyday people's terminology is totally different. So I really don't listen when somebody says, I want modern, or I want modern farmhouse, or mm-hmm. I want you know contemporary, or transitional, or traditional, because it everybody's terminology is different. So that's why I always ask for pictures. They ever give you funny terminology that doesn't make sense? Um something you've the, never heard of before <laughs> i think the modern one when really all they wanted was new was kind of funny to <laughs> that me. Throws you. like when i showed them modern stuff they were like no 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 well, well yeah. the mid-century modern which is apparently what my daughter likes is stuff that you know is mid-century because it's 50s or 60s it's kind of minimalist minimalist mm-hmm. and it's modern but you know something 1969 isn't modern to me well you think about (laughs) back then kind of things were like kind of funky you know bright colors patterns were you know polka dots and stripes and bold that's kind of what yeah that's kind of what that is i mean that's what mid-century modern means it's like straight lines and and kind of just different and funky kind of doesn't follow a rule i'm not i'm not gonna go get her a groovy chair that looks like a hand <laughs> you could up on the <laughs> yeah. All right, well, mid-century uh, modern i win mid-century modern baby i if i buy her anything she's got to put it in the apartment do you remember so. those tvs i know you remember it yes you remember the tvs that were all one cabinet and they had the very the straight legs that kind of flared out yes. they were straight that's mid-century modern that's you, the look do you know that she bought two antique uh tvs there you go and she's gonna try mm-hmm. to find a, a a fish tank big enough to put uh-huh. the you know inside the tv yeah. anyway oh, all right that's sort of M- molly we're, we're we're helping you out somehow all right, let's uh, <laughs> let's give away some seafood. Uh, 
the next caller gets a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company with two locations in Raleigh on Spring Forest and in the Village District. Call us now at 919-860-9783. Brock Hemmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. Tanya Wickerhunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston. And Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. Call us right now, 919-860-9783 at Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And I'm making your home great today. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Tanya Wicker Hunt. Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. And Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. Uh, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And Jerry in Morrisville. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Speak right out. Tell us what's uh, what's your question. Um, well, I've got a question about an outdoor area at my home, and I'm wondering if you've got uh, anything that would help me. Yeah. I believe what? I've got a mildew on the ceiling in my screened-in porch and a front porch, an open front porch area. And I'm looking for something to clean that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what is the what is the ceiling made of? Uh, it's a beadboard, a wooded wooden beadboard that's painted. And it's painted. Okay. So you're actually getting uh, it growing on the paint itself. Correct. Well, um, is it black mold? Mm. Uh, it's just small spots. I believe it's mildew. Okay. Okay, so if it's a if it's a mildew or something like that, you can use a RMR eighty six, which is a concrobium that you can find down at uh, the local hardware store. Um, spraying it will kill it. I wouldn't bother wiping it until it is dried because you can smear the paint. Uh, so typically, it's a two part solution. You spray it first, try to kill it off. I would also recommend after you kill the mold. Um, when was the last time you painted that mm-hmm. ceiling? Uh, it's been about five years since it was the home was built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I I would entertain repainting that ceiling using. I would prime uh, it. Yeah, I would to. definitely prime it and repaint it, it with an outdoor um, um, gloss paint, something that's going to hold up a little bit better for the the elements. Um, that's probably going to be the cheapest option. I mean, there's lots of different ways that, uh, that you can remediate it, but uh, I think that one is going to be the cheapest by a wide margin. How large is the area? Um, well, there's a couple areas. It's probably 200 square feet. Yeah, okay. So a gallon of paint would actually get that area taken care of. Now, I would I would look into a Concrobium, an RMR86 product, uh, spray it once, let it dry, spray it again just for good measure. Uh, then you're able to go back in there and prime the ceiling and repaint it, and it should be many, many, many years before that happens again. I would use Kiehl's as the primer <clears throat> just to make sure that it just blocks it really, really well. My guess is they, when they painted it, they didn't use a good outdoor paint. That would that would be my guess. I bet it's indoor paint. They yep. got the paints messed up. 
you know, and that was something I learned yeah. a couple of years mm-hmm. ago when yeah. I was getting, uh, you know, I own a mold remediation company, an insulation yeah. company. Yeah. I was getting mold growing on the ceiling of my bathrooms and it was driving me insane. Oh, that's I had replaced the fans. I had... I'd done everything in there, and, and it was our paint guy. Uh, you remember uh, yeah, Finch, Finch? Finch quality Ryan painting. Finch, yeah. Finch said you need to you need to change the paint. Do an outdoor gloss paint on your ceiling, and of course that fixed the problem. We haven't had it since. Yeah. Anywhere right. that you have a lot of humidity, it's good to use an outdoor paint. Yes, it is. All right, mm-hmm. Jerry, congratulations! Uh, we're going to get you a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. They have two locations in Raleigh and Spring Forest, and in the Village District. They use the freshest possible ingredients. They specialize in regional American seafood, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts. They are at CapeFearSeafood.com. Well, now I'm hungry. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, delicious. It happens for me, me, too. Hang on, Jerry. I'm going to make sure we get your information. Next week, it is Joel Worsham, our generator guru. From Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Hardscape Specialist and Landscape Designer, Dylan Hardigan with Genesis Lawn and Garden on Making Your Home Great. All right, so final questions and thoughts from Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston. Where are we going with this real estate thing? Are we going to... Are we going to be okay over the next couple of years oh yeah yes in this yeah. area yes mm-hmm. i mean by being okay i mean i don't want a bubble to burst i think if there's a readjustment of pricing that's one thing right but right everybody talks about like recession and the bubble yeah. bursting but what people have to remember yeah when when we had that housing recession 2007 2008 2009 10 it was because there were so many people the way they did the mortgages at that time Mm -hmm. people were getting loans with zero percent down yep and so and they couldn't and really didn't qualify they didn't qualify right and so when times got bad they went upside down in their home yes and now I mean, there's a lot more documentation the lenders are requiring. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not seeing all those 0% down loans. Right. Um, and while we will normalize, our market will normalize, I, I think our pricing will continue to rise over the years. I mean, Raleigh has been low traditionally yeah. um, across the country, and it's just kind of catching up with everybody. We've got so much going on in our area. We're f- so fortunate where we live. Right. And... Our market is is just catching up to that right. point. How do I get in contact with the Wicker Squared team? Well, you can contact us at wickersquared.com. Mm-hmm. My phone number is 919-368-3996. I'm Tanya Wicker Crisco. And <laughs> She's Tanya Wicker Hunt. <laughs> oh, oh, Tanya Wicker Hunt. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Tanya Wicker Hunt. And then, I love it. So that's nine one nine. Realtors are so tired they don't yeah. even know their name. That's and then it. Julie, what's your number? <laughs> I thought you were going to say what's your name. Uh, so I'm Julie Wicker Crisco, and my number is nine one nine two seven zero nine six zero eight. The goofy thing is, 
I take a lot of heat for screwing up everybody else's name. <laughs> I screw up my own name. <laughs> I've, you know, you know something. I, I know a radio guy who was like reading the news, and he got to, and I'm Jim Blanston, and he wasn't Jim Blanston. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yes. It happens. All right, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. How do we get in contact with you? You can go to my website at helpmerondainteriors.com or my number is 919-263-9054. And Brock Emmons, Triangle Radiant Barrier. Jim Blanston at, at, at triangleradiantbarrier.com or 919-986-8808. All right. Very good. This is Making Your Home Great, and we're going to take a, a week off. Not a week off. We're going to take a few days off and be back here next Saturday uh, at 2 o'clock. Generator guru Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and hardscape specialist and landscape designer Dylan Hardigan with Genesis Lawn and Garden. See you then.